on three. <laughs> <laughs> Time to eat my ass! Time to eat my ass! <laughs> it's all about my ass! And how you eat it! It's all about my butt! And if you can beat it! My ass on the throne! Now can you unseat it? It's all about my rim, and if you can clean it, I am a mark. You don't wanna play me the supermarket. No way you can change me. Steering loud, six beers deep, with my ass popped out in a front row seat. Is that it? No, I think you got a phone call and then cut it off. <laughs> Is that what happened? I don't know. They just stopped playing and stopped eating my ass. Uh, everybody, Tulo has new entrance music. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Kicking it off very comedically, people would say. Uh, shout out to Rooster Illusion, our guy Dave. Uh, he goes by Rooster Illusion. Um, hit me up randomly. It was like, yo, man, I have this idea about Triple H's entrance song and making a song about and doing the eat my ass thing because we did it on the pod as like a thing like yeah. it just came out it just came out did we our, do that did we sing that on the pod time to eat my mm-hmm, ass mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I don't remember anything that happens on this podcast so neither do I <laughs> oh man and he like and then like it's time to eat my ass <laughs> time to eat my ass <laughs> this guy's the man. I want more songs from Rooster <laughs> It's all about my ass. And how you eat it? It's all about my butt. And if you can beat it, my ass on the throne. Now can you unseat it? It's all about my rim and it. It's all about you my rim and if you can clean it. And if it's all about my rim and if you can clean it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he he couldn't wait like so i never check facebook anymore and so sometimes i have messages in there from people and i'm like oh shit and i saw this and it was like he sent it to me like sunday night and i saw it on monday and like i was just reading through and i'm like oh man i got this is hilarious i'm gonna tell this guy to do it. and then before i could get to the bottom it was already done he sent me the file and i was like holy shit i was like bro i was fucking dying man it's insane insane uh- I um I'm really happy for you, Tulo. You finally got the entrance music that you've been fucking clamoring for. <laughs> that I deserve. Uh, everybody, this is the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're new to the show, Tulo uh, is the current champion of this podcast, the Comedians of Wrestling heavyweight champion. He he won it off me, um, and uh, he his finishing move is the eat my ass, and uh, it's a submission submission maneuver which require you know. Puts your, your, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it's pretty a submission much, yeah. move called "Eat My Ass." Figure it out, okay? Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, it's devastating maneuver. Um, and, uh, and you've been uh, putting it twice. I've been putting it twice. I've been putting in a human centipede. Eat my ass. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's devastating maneuver. Now it has the uh, the song to back it up. Will you be entering to that song at your next match, Tulo? One hundred percent. So you officially say that is your entrance music, the type to eat my ass. 
I, I mean, how can it not be anymore? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. He even throws a supermark line in there too. It's in, like, wow. I mean, I mean, wow. Everybody, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Support this podcast, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Well, we just put out a bonus episode every single week for you. Coming at you, everybody. And uh, let's, uh, we'll record something after Double or Dolphin. Um, maybe the next day. We'll have to figure out when. You know? Yeah. Maybe we'll a little, a, maybe a, maybe a pre double or nothing and then like a post, you know? But, uh, we, it's been tough the last couple of weeks. A lot going on. And we well, apologize for not delivering content to you. We've like, been, just, yeah, yeah. We, we've been bogged down. I, uh, it, it's been a, 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 a one two punch, as many would say. Tulo had a wedding. This wedding that you were at, was it a what, eight day wedding? What, what, what happened there? <laughs> I'm still recovering. The wedding yeah. finished Sunday night and I'm just like, I'm finally, I'm like 95%. I think I'll be a hundred percent back to my, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever truly be the same ever again, to be honest with you. It was, it was wild. Thank now, God I was in Austin. I was close to home. What made this wedding so crazy? Did you, uh, you know, super kick the groom, uh, <laughs> marry the bride, uh, in a, in a no. drive through? <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what what, what what was the stipulations of this wedding? Did Rusev pop out of a cake? Uh, what happened? At this wedding? It was uh, it was an Indian wedding, and as we know from celebrations such as when Jinder Mahal won the championship, he yes. had an incredible championship celebration. Do you remember that? They had the drummer. Oh yeah, that was a the great whole time. thing. So um, we it was a we had that ceremony on we had the Indian ceremony on Saturday, and then the culmination was the. Like I would guess, you say American ceremony. I don't know that. Yeah, they pulled a they pulled a double wedding gimmick. Uh, yeah, I you, you, you gotta love that. You, everybody, I tell people get culture because it means two weddings. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Uh, you know, if you want to have a traditional wedding in your, uh, you know, your culture, your faith, or whatever, you know, a lot of times people have one Americanized wedding, right? So, as well. So you basically have two weddings. A lot of people do this. And it's like back-to-back nights most of the time, right? So, yeah. I it's mean, it was so wild. So well, I can't even imagine. It was like during the day. It was it was casual. Like, you know, there was no drinks. It was just food and the, and the, and the beautiful ceremony with, with the Bharat. And the, he came in on the horse. It was amazing. Amazing. Everybody was dressed dressed up in the Indian garb. It was, it was beautiful. And then it's like everybody went back home, showered up because it was 98 degrees that day i was i sweat so much right everybody goes, but then everybody just gets together again at night the day before the wedding and i took like a an uber home at like 2 45 i woke up i was hung over i was like shit it happened because everybody was just buzzing from the ceremony the day before and that and a lot of people are in town because it's their only time in town you know what i'm rambling a little bit here but yes. the number one people who are the craziest motherfuckers or the the new parents that get to be away from their kids for the first time. Those people are. Fucking oh, insane, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people go crazy. All my friends were away from their kids for the for like for the for the weekend. So many people I met at the at the wedding didn't have their kids and they like like they've never partied before. Amazing. I love that. But we're you. back. But we're back. I love that for you, but there really is no time to talk about this wedding you, anymore. Because I mean, you you also had two. You asked. You had two shows, and uh, I had two shows. Successful. I had a show Friday night. I had a show Saturday night. Both successful, sold out shows. Live in L.A. Coming back, maybe. And then I also had a got a booster shot. 
Um, oh my that god, that laid me out. So it's just been like, let's get hard to get to the mic, hard to watch the wrestling without falling asleep. But I, the benefits of this episode coming out late is that we did see dynamite tonight. So, so everything, the, I'm all caught up. I got, I, I feel I've never been. There's so much wrestling going on. There's a lot going on. I mean, I think the thing we should start with, just because I don't want, because we, this is the thing that we, that was breaking when we recorded the last episode. Now there's a lot oh. more information on it, but yeah. I think we should talk about the Sasha and Malia thing. Um, no, hey folks, Sasha and Naomi. I always say Sasha and Malia because <laughs> I think it's funny every time. Let's talk about the Obama daughters. Um, no, uh, so Naomi and Sasha, as we were recording the last podcast, it was reported that they walked out, right? And Tulo came out and was like, this is not a work at all. Mm-hmm. And you, Tulo laid on his sword on that, about saying it's not mm-hmm. a work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems to be that Tulo is right. It was not a work, right? Well, but then they mentioned it again on SmackDown this week. Like Cole, like took the time to say how they l- let them all down. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I, I I think that they, I mean, I think that what I said on the last podcast is technically right, but I don't remember my exact words. Um, <laughs> but I did say it was a work shoot. Is what I said. Yeah, is that I I, mean, I yeah. believe that this was based in some kind of reality that they went with, you know, and that seems to be what it is. But I it's guess just we'll a wild isn't that a wild maneuver though? Like, isn't that such a weird way to do that? Like, I don't know, man. Whatever. Well, it's weird Honestly. because did we even? I think if I might be wrong, but on that episode of Raw where they walked out, I don't think we knew that was the main event, right? Uh, they well, they started off the night by saying it was the main event, mm. and yeah, I think going into so it too, yeah, it was a, yeah, we did, we did, we did know going. Yeah, but do you think that like? The way wrestling fans watch Raw, if they just changed up the main event, would anyone even notice? I mean, bro, I mean, <laughs> I texted you. They had they had fans crying over RK Bro losing. I I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what their fan base is anymore, dude. Uh, you know, like it's all over the place. It's so crazy. It's wild. Uh, did you see? This is a random thing, but even when CM yeah. Punk came out and they were going, they showed the fans, and one guy was like CM Punk, and they showed another guy like CM Punk, they showed another guy going CM Punk, and they saw a guy with an MJF shirt on who said, yeah. "Fuck CM Punk," <laughs> see that? and they got away quick. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. Look, we know the deal with Sasha. Sasha is a huge mark, right? She takes like all titles in WWE like extremely extremely seriously and we and 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 i don't know if you can knock her for it i think it's really cool i always applaud how serious sasha takes herself my Uh only beef is like none of us care about any of those titles so it's like she's all caught up in these titles that have don't have a lot of weight like the women's tag titles don't have a lot of weight we just have to be honest about it they don't build a really great women's tag division for you to like totally. sink your teeth in yeah there. you know what i mean as, yeah in that aspect 100 percent. right but i would say that sasha was doing her best to put some weight back on those titles and i think that's and this what, goes for the men also by the way I, but i would i would say that that's really the root of what happened here is that they were like you don't give a shit about these titles or our storylines why would you put us in this match none of this makes sense so if you do this we know what this is leading to and Naomi and I get beef and right. we end up losing the titles. They get thrown on another hodgepodge tag team. 
and the cycle continues. They've done the same thing with every single tag team. Yeah, I understand why she would be frustrated because it's like she she's like, I like, why not let us make this mean anything? You know, exactly. And I understand why she's upset. I'm just also saying, like, uh, I guess in that sense, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on that. That's good. That is cool that she takes it like that. You know, she takes yeah, it that 1, seriously. That, and I think that's but what then, it is. Because didn't she have that weird thing? What I was thinking of is that at Mania 35, they dropped the t- titles to the Iconics. It was Bailey and Sasha, remember? And yeah. then she was really annoyed by that. If, yeah, right? and it was the same exact kind of situation. Same thing. Because she's and like, honestly, our run time, I'm like, I Honestly, at that time, I was like, but the way it was portrayed in the media, it got me thinking, like, I don't understand what she's so mad about. Like, really? And then I was like, oh, shit. And she like went away for a while. And when she was away, she like trained her ass off. She came back. Yeah, she like, went to Japan, right? In, that was the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. and honestly, she just cares about it. But I mean, she's she's all over the place right now. She's she's gonna she's be bought off Bond. Dan, like, I know we talk about this, but like she's I think she's got the potential to be probably one of the biggest stars coming out out of Sasha. WWE. Yeah. Well, she's already had match of the last mania. When she had a real match, she had a singles match. She had the breakout match, right? Yeah, with Bianca. Pretty much made Bianca's career, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's no knock on Bianca, but I'm saying yeah, like, no, no, no. someone has to give you the rub, and Sasha g- rubbed her very hard. Um, and <laughs> she let her like hit. Her, she let her whip her and put those marks on her. Oh, that yeah. was the first thing, and then a you know. Be- uh, Becky did the same thing, but that all came from Sasha allowing, uh, you know, Becky to, uh, allowing. Because look, you can like say yes to booking, but when you know some people in wrestling, you know you're coming in, you know you're doing the job, you know you're going to be looking up at the lights, and you're probably, like, you know, we've seen times where it's like wrestlers fight against it, or they don't give it their all because they know they're losing, you know. And so, you know, in that way, Sasha's love for the business and the titles really uh, uh, was to her benefit. So I think that. But, yeah. yeah, you know, my thing with Sasha is like it's it's really interesting because I feel like she focuses on all the wrong shit. You well, know, here's the well, here's also the perfect example too. Why though, is that look cut one good promo. They dropped those titles off on that table. Have we heard yeah. about them since they haven't talked about them? There's no plan for what they're going to do for them. Right. They got a pay-per-view coming up. They're not going to build. I think, honestly, they're just going to go away. <laughs> they're just going to go away. They're going to yeah. be like, you know what? No one wants these. Fine. We'll get rid of them. Everybody told us they wanted them, and now no one wants them, yeah. so we'll get rid of them. That's That would be WWE's excuse to get rid of them. Yeah. Jumping around, but whatever. I mean, Let's go. it, it, it pop, sounds pop. like Naomi's leaving, right? I don't know. Uh, really? I, her contract's up. I read her contract's up or something. So there's a chance Naomi's going, but anyway, I don't know. In any case, um, uh, what were we uh, oh, I was thinking about this thought when I was watching wrestling, and then we'll start. Let's get let's talk about let's look at double or nothing a little bit. And give it AEW the focus they deserve this week, going into a huge mm. pay per view. Mm. But it is interesting because a lot of my focus is WWE right now, and well, I, you know, I, it. Well, this is this is like look what we got coming up here. We got double or nothing coming up. We also get, then next weekend we have Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And then, like, right into the money in the bank, money in the bank. So, like, but this these two Which weeks of Vegas. wrestling is a lot. And honestly, both companies are doing a pretty compelling job leading up to both of these pay per views. So, like, 
it's a spicy time. You know, like, yeah, double nothing. I think AW gets the the focus this week, but then we're going to have no problem talking about Hell in a Cell next week, you know? Yeah, I mean, I got to, I got to, I mean, I'm, this is not a surprise, but go, you know, the stuff I'm caring about a lot in wrestling is a lot of WB stuff lately. You know, like I'm really hyped for that Kevin Owens and Ezekiel match. At you know, <laughs> I mean, at, at I'm so into Zeke. To see, yeah, seeing Zeke speak. You know, yeah. Um, uh, he he's super over. Elias, man, is a he Elias. You know, this is what I, my point was: is that Elias. I feel. I I I I was watching Elias, and then I was thinking about Riddle, and I was just like, man, I'm really good at. Uh, it, it, from all these combos yet, it's so interesting. It's like the, all those NXT talents. It really was. It really was interesting to see. Like to me, it was always kind of obvious which guys in in had the tools to survive a main roster. You know, uh-huh. and Riddle's like the big guy. Where I was like, I said it from the start. I was like, he's the biggest. He's- he and he, he he's literally headed towards main event, right? I mean, he's cutting he's- promos by himself. You know, I think he's gonna get Roman. At, he might even get Roman at Hell in a Cell. That's what I'm saying. He's headed towards main event, and I I feel like I always said it. Like I want people to go back on this podcast because remember Shebs arguing with me. I was like, Riddle is the guy who he can literally oh. wrestle. He's one of the only guys I see who could potentially wrestle like the Brock in the main said event. The, against, well, he always like, had that. He had the feud with Brock and Goldberg too. He yeah. was in he was in the conversation with the right people. So you see you see where he is. He's like. This is a big dude. Like he he stands in there and he can go with it. But you know me, I was, I mean, diehard Matt Riddle fan yeah. here for a while. I mean, and honestly, he's done a pretty fucking compelling job to get me roped back in. Yeah. What he when I saw a kid in an RK Bro 420 shirt. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this How is young? These are the, he was like nine. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean they're printing those shirts on youth sizes as well? <laughs> you know what? I'm so numb to weed culture. Like, um, uh, it's pretty easy yeah. to know that RK bro. Just I literally had a we had, I had an incident very recently where I saw someone get mad at somebody for smoking weed indoors, and I was like, wait, what? Is that something you're even? Are you even allowed to get mad at people for smoking weed anywhere? You know, like, right, right. Like weed is so normalized in in our society in general, but especially where I live, you know. Um, So I don't it didn't even dawn on me that, like, they got a weed thing going with with (laughs) and that might be weird. You know, dude, are we even telling I'm so out of it. I don't have kids like or anything like are we even telling kids to not smoke weed anymore? Or are we are we giving them weed? I mean, is it in the lunchroom? I don't even know. I don't, they don't make the RK Bro shirts in uh, 420 shirts in youth sizes. So okay. that parent bought like probably a small. You got him. A, you got him an adult small. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yep. This dad was like, I want, I need my kid in a weed shirt, which by the way is also not that weird. He can have a kid who's like pro cannabis, right? And if the kid loves Riddle and Rand, I mean Randy Orton. I mean there were there were people crying in the audience that RK Bro lost. To the Usos. So yeah. this is one, this is like a perfect example. It's like, wow, they've really done a great job with Roman Reigns and the Usos and the bloodline. Like, it's just been incredible to that. They're getting people to really care about Randy Orton and Matt Riddle now to the point where Matt Riddle's getting a bump. 
which is something we knew because we was talented. But like this guy's really fucking done a great job. Can't can it, there's there's nothing you can say about it. He's he's killed it. Crowd loves him. I uh yeah I uh I'm yeah I'm into it. You know it's it's good shit going on there. Is what it is. And then um uh we got Cody in a cell with Seth. Pretty I mean, exciting, but did you see Cody that uh, the Downstate song passed like 10 million listens or some shit? They're going to make it a acoustic version of it. We'll probably listen to that. We should listen to that 10 times in a row on the pod. <laughs> it was like kind of the first time I've seen, like, I don't know why this is, this is not that interesting, but I was like, I've really never really seen anyone like announce they're going to make something. You, you rarely see that. Everything just drops. It's everything so immediate. Yeah, it's like, hey, I was like, I can't listen now. This. What? What is this? Here it you is. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you really, I mean, like, you're not really getting everybody hyped for this by, by doing that. Just yeah. drop the fucking song next time. But then did you see Cody posted his, like, doll? Yeah. It, like his no. doll, it's like his daughter with his, like, brawl. Or what are, you, what are those called? The, you know, oh, yeah, the like wrestle the wrestling buddies. buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a wrestling money, and it looks pretty good, actually. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get one of those, you know. You know, I, Cody's <laughs> continuing to uh, rise up the rise they, up the WB ladder. Come they probably Cena. didn't make the song before because they didn't expect it to get ten million <laughs> listens on it. So they're like, oh shit, we're gonna get ten million listens. Probably should do something about this. Why don't we make a song? Well, we're here now, so. I wonder if Vince liked the song when he first heard it. You know, because he. I don't think, I mean, he, he didn't have a choice because he was buying the whole character, right? So you, you can't buy so. Kingdom Cody without the Cody, without Kingdom, the song, you know? Interesting. Uh, what, anyway, yeah. let's let's switch to, let's talk about okay. Double or Nothing. And, and let's let's use Dynamite as ways to talk about Double or Nothing. But I'm going to bring up Love the it. card, actually. Great go-home show. Yeah, the go-home show was pretty good. I liked it. And, I, and Rampage is the real go-home show because it's... Uh live actually on friday so yes um, but i thought i thought tonight was was really was a lot of fun yeah and it was great, a, great definitely build. Uh, definitely a good show um you know <laughs> also some weirdness there's some weird shit going on in aw definitely also definitely, we, definite weird shit going on yeah like that jericho segment was so weird with the uh, fireball to the guy in the back yeah 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 so I mean, he's looking shredded, Jericho. Good for him, you know. He, yeah, but then he came out on the stage. I like he walked out on the ramp, and I'm like, that doesn't even look like the guy that was back there. Would he stop in catering before he like came out or something? Like, it, yeah, and who knows? Pre-taped. He's like, you know, I'm a wizard. <laughs> 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 like standalone was so so fucking weird. It's just, you know, uh, you know, man. I was I was honestly thinking. I mean, the, those guys that are around them now, like Garcia and those two other buffoons are really like to be around this yeah. iteration of Jericho is like, I think an incredible thing for them to have as like yeah. an experience because you could, you see how effective it is. This is so fucking dumb. It's the dumbest shit we've ever seen in our whole entire lives, <laughs> but we're going to get anarchy at the stadium and they're going to fucking go against those other five psychopaths. And it's going to be absolute insanity. And it's we're anarchy all in the arena. Match Anarchy in the arena, my bad. Which is essentially just a stadium match again, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so it's that match is Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, and 
Daniel Bryan and Moxley. So Moxley, uh, Daniel Bryan worked everybody, right, with his foot getting caught? I guess so. <laughs> but I think it was actually stuck. Was stuck, but then they, I thought it was a work. Let's see. Yeah. I don't know. He, he was out there tonight, and apparently he said he was limping, but, I mean, they were they were fucking scrumming, so I think he's fine. Oh, I thought that it was a work. Like, it actually happened, but maybe, and they thought maybe he was hurt at first, but he's fine. I mean, he was out there tonight, so he's got to be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's also still, he's booked on the match. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, that's cool. I mean, whatever. It's a cool big match. It's just kind of like, you know, I get it. This pay-per-view fine. But, I, you know, I'd love to see a Daniel Bryan versus, like, you know, a singles match, you know, on his card. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, like, uh, there's a lot of wrestlers on this card. That's for sure. You can definitely say that. There's a lot of multi-man matches for sure. I think AEW is starting to hit the place where wrestlers are starting to be upset, you know? It's getting pretty jam-packed, man. Yo, random thing. I know this is a complete jump-off, but uh, I feel like they let Joey Janela go, and then his popularity went way up. Am I wrong? Joey's, Joey's on fire right now. That, isn't that so odd how that happened? Well, it was, it was great for him because he came back, and he just went full speed back into the indies, and he started doing all this crazy shit. And it was yeah. just like, you know, now he's all over the place. I think he's wrestling like six matches this weekend. As he's getting jacked up, he's probably like trying to be like, ah, I'm going to try to go for WWE, right? And he's, I don't think so. No. I you don't think, think he, so? He's probably just like, like ah, whatever. I'm just going to eat jack you, and actually try to do it the right way? He's do, No, he's he's doing He this always said he wanted to be in WWE. I actually know that. I, I've seen him talk about that. I'm telling you right now, this guy is going to make, he he's a he's a good wrestling like promoter too. He knows how to book yeah. cards and like do things and book matches. He's He's in the money spot right now. Yeah. Trust me, he's 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 going to be just fine. Um, all right, so let's look at this card. Uh, so uh, let's jump off. Let's just start at the main event because um, it's actually not that much to talk about, weirdly, uh, when it comes to, like, these feuds, you know? Um, yeah. You know, there's, 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 some of these matches will be sick. Like, like Hardy's versus Bucks is, like, first off, I've seen it live. It's a little bit like yeah. we've seen it. Um uh uh but uh like that'll be still be sick you know what i mean yeah, it'll be it's like, sick it's like, but like it doesn't really know. need a build like, i mean no. I, I wouldn't mind one that i cared about but also if it doesn't have it no big deal you know yeah um so yeah hangman versus cm punk so this was the interesting feud because you and i were mm -hmm. talking about it i was like how are they gonna pull this off and i gotta say the way they pulled it off was not at all how I expected it, and I really like it. I really yeah. think it's really cool. It's really slick. And not only that, it's kind of exactly plays into exactly what I like about Hangman. He's essentially saying, like, uh, it's a lot of subtext, right? Which he's yeah. saying is kind of like, I'm protecting AEW from you, you know? Um, that actually he's not subtext. That's his exact words. But he's saying essentially yeah. like, you know, you're CM Punk. You're coming in here trying to be like a novelty act here, and you're you you winning this title kind of changes the whole culture of this place. You know, um, you become more of just like a WWE star with the title. Um, who's a dude? 
who's past his prime and is just a guy here collecting a paycheck, really. That's kind of what he's saying without saying it. And he's like, you don't carry yourself like a champion like anymore. You don't really have that in you. You don't have that care that I have. Like, I love this place in a way that you're actually incapable of loving at this state of your life, you know? Mm. And so he has that because he's like, I see the way you carry yourself. I see what you don't do as opposed to what you do. And it's kind of like what you stand for makes me kind of sick. So that's why I'm mad at you, even though you're not mad at me. And that's what's really cool about this feud. I can't remember the last feud I saw where, like, one guy is like, hey, I, which you see a punk. He's like, I respect you, but I just want to win the title. And he's like, no, for me, this is, like, personal. I really, really don't want you having this title more than mm-hmm. I want to beat you. He's like, you know, and I think that that was very slick, very, very unique writing. He's like, the consequences of you winning this title are very big, and I don't want that. He's not making it very much about himself. He's making it about the company and where it goes mm-hmm. with a CM Punk as at the helm. Yeah, I, I love it because I, I, uh, this is where AEW, when they get it right, they get it right. You know, like I think this journey for CM Punk was very well done. And it, it's beautiful because really I give so much credit to MJF too and, and the few that they did. And now him lead and then him branching off and continuing on. It's very easy for wrestlers to have this huge story build up and then nothing really of relevance happens after it, right? But this was perfect. The winner of that feud was obviously going to be the next one to like go and challenge for the title, right? And one did, and then the other one has this other storyline. And I think what it's really just showing is just how fucking great Hangman is. It's like you said, I'm like, I am so on his side for this. And really the storytelling has made you kind of feel that way. You know, like I got against CM Punk because of the shit that he pulled with MJF that he continued in his feud with Hangman. So he carried over that Long Island shit. He took that Long Island shit from one feud to the other. And you know what? That kind of was an interesting play for him in in this storyline because it's got people... This crowd isn't really a hundred percent on his side, you know. Well, it, it's 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 multifaceted. Like it's not it's 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 perfect like gray area wrestling where it's like you're not sure who's the baby, who's not. Technically, on paper, the baby face is if you had to just go from a technical standpoint, it's CM Punk because uh, Adam Page is the full on aggressor here, you know. Mm. Um, but also, CM Punk has a kind of a shitty. He has like an attitude, and he's like. He's kind of a pompous asshole, and he's making these points where, um, and uh, uh, and and uh, Hangman pushed him to this place where he had to point like, "Yo, I built." He's like, "Stop mouthing off," because like I paved the the road for your career to even exist. Like there would be, you know, and it's like I'm don't underestimate like me. I'm, you know, I, I'm CM fucking Punk. He invented yeah. all. It's true. He really he invented all these fucking guys. Really. There wouldn't be, there wouldn't be mainstream wrestling for guys that look like CM Punk, even though CM Punk is bigger than all of them now. Even which even speaks uh, to that, uh, you know, if it wasn't mm-hmm. for him, who went up against a guy like Asina and said, like, you know, we, you know, we can be, you know, indie wrestlers can be contenders here, you know, so. Uh, yeah, it's just I wonder I, I think wonder they're going to go to war, you know. They're going to go to war, man, and I think it's going to be epic and and I wonder 
what the crowd will truly be like if Punk wins. Because I, I'm start like I bought into everything he said, or what Hangman said tonight, you know. So I, I, I'm really excited to see how this is going to finish and where it's going to, and especially where it will go after this. Yeah, I'm because expecting the next big cheers for Punk winning and i think he's just you think a baby. so yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i think he's gonna go down i think he's gonna go down a little different road during this match that's gonna get people to turn on him so if he was to win people would be pissed that he won and he and he did it that way or whatever way he chooses to do it you know yeah i mean well, a really cool thing they could do is have cm punk win the title and then he kind of becomes cena like slowly he slowly starts like hawking merch and like putting yeah. on bustle and like being the face of the company and like being on all the all the like posters and promos and then like literally at one point like hangman shows him the the cups and he shows him the 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 the, the flyers and the what are those called the program you know you become and everything like, Look you at hated. It. it's you like that's like, like your big thing was like I'm not on the cups I'm not on the programs you know that's from the pipe bomb, and he's uh -huh. like he's like yo now you're everything that you said and that's and that, that was that that line that Hangman said too about rolling the pipe down though and like to the yeah. ring and exploding at like at the at his feet you know like man I mean I it was a like an incredible performance right like it was really good. acting it was wise like best. the the best thing he did. He delivered uh, the pipe bomb thing was a little. It was fine. It was just a little bit like, oh, I get it. You have to mention the pipe bomb, you know. But yeah, but he but, said it in a, in a way that we haven't heard it before, you know. He's like, I'm not. I don't want to be like. I don't know. Whatever the way he said it, he said I'm going to stand. I'm not. I'm standing in 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 the way of you, like an AEW, like that. I, th that wording was really fucking good. Him just being like, I'm stopping you from being the face of this place because it's not, it's, it makes this place cheapened, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was really fucking good. I, again, Hangman will deliver. This match will be sick. Um, and I like this feud a lot because it's like, you, you, you don't, not every, you know, uh, it, it's hard to do. And not every feud needs to be like the evil versus good, you know? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm especially here for when it. you Did have it, records it, like the way was, this is based on the the foundation that like CM Punk was 16 and one. You know, anybody that anybody that listens to this pod knows yeah. I've always said that you can tell stories, and it doesn't have to be face and heel in every story. It's possible. Just let these guys do what they do, and women do what they do best, and they can do it. And honestly, it's it's what's getting in the way of of AEW booking their women's division too, because. I mean, they should really be ashamed of themselves with these two matches that they had. They just literally threw Anna Jay into a into a pay-per-view match strictly based that she's like the number two ranked wrestler. And yeah. because she came to whoever's assistance last week, uh, I don't know, Chris Statz or whatever, Ruby Soho's, I don't, I don't know. And then this Thunder Rosa and Serena Deep thing, after a, like a, a great feud with Sheeta, they just like put no effort into making this good in any kind of way no and it's I mean, like they, it's, and it's crazy deeb is now wrestling thunder rosa i'm like I, I don't even know if she earned that you well, know and this is the problem and this is the problem i'm going to run into more because you know you're going to see it every single night it's one woman's uh match on each card and it's just they they have too much talent now with all the shit that's going on forbidden door coming up man they better be careful that they don't start putting these like giving the women's division a backseat because 
it's there. It doesn't have, they need to start focusing and telling some storylines. Like Britt Baker is literally the only compelling wrestler in that division right now, in terms of like, you see her in the ring and you're like, she can go with anybody and make anything work. You know, like uh, kudos to Jade doing a great job as the TBS champion and, you know, Thunder Rosa too, but like, they're not, they weren't able to do what Britt did, you know, in any, all of Britt's feuds were meaningful and, and had it, they just, yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. Definitely some well, work to be had. I would say, uh, you know, that's, you know, there's this, this card ain't flawless, you know, um, it's not one of their better double or nothing cards, you know, um, mm-hmm. I don't get. We talk about it every time, but I really hope this House of Black versus Death Triangle is fine. But like, I'm not really a Death Triangle. I I love Penta. I love Ray Feet. Well, that has. I love all that, those wrestles wrestlers, but the Death Triangle thing it just is something needs nothing. to happen in that. Something needs to happen in that match to put a hard end to that feud and propel House of Black forward, like catapult them forward, like to the front of the line, like it's enough is enough. Like they're not even in the rankings. I looked at the rankings like they came out today and I was like, what's going on with this company right now? Like these are not compelling rankings. This does not yeah. look like the AEW that I knew. And you know what? It's start, they're starting to show some holes. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I'm so pumped for MJF for Wardlow. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, if you're talking about showing holes, I just thought the product <laughs> in general, when I was watching the show, I was like, you know, there was definitely a, you know, there's definitely a sloppiness to a lot of these. <laughs> so a lot of these promos are just, they have a lot of really bad promos happening. Um, and, you know, I don't know. You know, it's tough. Being a wrestler is very tough. But, oh, like, even, like, I don't know, like Adam Cole, Samoa Joe segment was a little, like, Samoa Joe can, Samoa Joe can cut killer promos. And they had yeah. a little they had a little segment of him just coming up being like, I'll take you out, baby. And you're like, this is the match before this is the go home dynamite. So it's like Samoa Joe, give him that fucking mic. He's sick on the microphone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like the, the, if I'm a W, I get all my guys who have mic skills on a mic like more because their yeah. show needs to be better on the mic. I mean, just simple stick stuff needs to be way stronger. Um you have Joe versus Cole for the men's Owen Hart Cup. I mean, that first match time be, ever. Yeah, that match will be very sick, um, obviously. Who wins it's that? I think insane. Joe. Can Cole eat another big loss at a pay-per-view? They probably have to let Cole win, right? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like, do you want to see Adam Cole, the character, being like, I'm the Owen Hart Cup tournament championship winner. Like, I mean, honestly, if there was one person to do it, yeah. he's probably the best man for the job. I, I this this Owen Hart Foundation tournament is, is just a little interesting to me because what do you win from it? I never. I don't think they ever really said anything about that. <laughs> I'm a little confused by the whole thing. You know, like I'm like I like that there's a tournament. I'm just a little bit like, oh, I like to have some kind of stakes. I guess every tournament can't be for, like, number one contendership. But, you know, I don't know. Here, does it say anything about what you get here? That you win a trophy, you know? (laughs) I don't know. You get a trophy. You get a trophy, you know? Nice. You want to see Adam Cole carrying around a trophy? You want to see Samoa Joe carrying around a trophy. 
I'd rather see Adam Cole carry around a trophy. I feel like he'll do more with the trophy. Yeah. Unless the trophy has a, a towel around it, that's the only way Samojo will pick see, it. It's this new towel around. Right? a wrestler like The Miz. Because Miz is a wrestler who you want to win trophies. You know? Because Miz yeah. will walk around with that trophy. He will make it so important for, for like two years. He'll be like, I am the Owen Hart. Like, can you believe this? He'll carry it around. He'll hit people with it. We'll sell yeah. it so hard, you know. Indie wrestlers and trophies, not really a great. It's not a great mix, you know. It's true. <laughs> it is true, right? It's a little WWE, the trophy, you know. Um, but I like the idea, man. I like Owen Hart. I like that Owen Hart's wife was in the crowd last week. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, what else we got on this card? There's, you know, a Team Taz match, whatever. Uh, tag team ta- the tag team triple threat match i'm actually kind of pumped for because that triple threat match tonight was cool and then you got the three big men in it also yeah well I think that match- and swerve is a cool tag team yeah and i think hobbs and 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 ricky are too and you get the tag champs i think we see in that match i think we see the the jungle boy turn i think it finally happens right i think he'll become start and- becoming the luke perry son yeah like angle like a hollywood guy yeah the, he should roll from, around with the, the hunk, you know? From the Hollywood jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. And if he came out to welcome to the jungle. That'd be fun. What else we got on this card? I think that was Newman's <laughs> idea. MJF versus Wardlow. <laughs> if Wardlow yeah. wins, he'll be granted his release from contract MJF. MJF wins, Wardlow will be permanently banned from signing with the AEW. All right. So Wardlow is going to win this match, obviously. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean the war. Did you see good. him throw that guy at, onto the onto the cage, and he just like fell in between the oh, cage yeah, and the ring? Oh yeah, that was gross. Yeah, I mean, that was gross. Oh my god, he like disappeared into like the dark realm or something. He was gone. Tulo, I gotta pee. You you keep talking about that. All right, go pee, man. <laughs> keep go, keep going. Too low time. We'll All right, uh, too low time. time. Wow. I drank way too uh, much water today because of my vaccine. 10.58 p.m. Central Standard Time. You usually give me something to talk about, but he's leaving, so. All right. Um, oh, man. I, honestly, I'm still recovering from this wedding. It's uh, It was crazy. It beat the crap out of me, and, uh, and I deeply apologize for us taking time off. We've been trying to really do a good job getting content out he actually they've been super busy with these shows which is cool but uh i'm stoked for double or nothing this weekend I, i'm actually i feel like it's been forever since and i guess that's not true but it feels like it's been forever since we got like to watch a pay-per-view and honestly if i'm around sunday i think we should all get together like the good old times sit back maybe i'll drink a couple ipas tell uh tell Timberly to eat my ass you know all the fun things but I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I think that I think WWE's got me back in. I think that's nice. I think the only thing I'm really not—I have no interest in NXT 2.0 whatsoever. It's it's kind of, it's it's kind of crazy how it all came about. But I think WWE is doing a lot of fun things right now. So, let's see what Dan says. Back, baby. How was your pee, man? It was great. I'm drinking a ton of water because my. When I got the vaccine, they said I got to drink a lot of water. And I also just naturally drink a bunch of water. And I'm we... doing a Murph tomorrow. Do you know what a Ooh. Murph is, Tulo? Yeah, it's not like a crazy CrossFit workout. It is a crazy CrossFit workout. Burpees, right? Cleans. No, it's not burpees. It's, uh, here, let me look it up. 
It's uh, I know what it is. It's a one mile run, and then you do a hundred pull ups, two hundred push ups, and three hundred squats, and then you run another mile. Wow. Yeah. So the thing about it is though, with the pull ups, you can ki- do kipping pull ups. You know. Oh, well, you like- so yeah, so you can like kick your use your body's momentum to get uh, over. So that's how you can like pull off a hundred, but there's um. Is that right? Did I do it right? Uh, yeah, you did do it right. Uh, I'm trying to see. Hold on. You also are technically supposed to wear a 20 pound vest when you do it. Holy! But I can't shit. do that. I oh have worn a vest and taken it off. Like I've never finished one, but I've worn it for like half of it, and then I'm like, um. You know, I can't it's, with the pull-ups with the vest on. It just you just you're done. Mm. Now the thing with the pull-ups is, anyway. So I do these. I, I don't know. I, I like to gamify working out, so it really works for me. You know, but the sec when I get to the the the, the second the first mile run, I, I run like pretty good. You know, the second mile run, I'm like basically walking. Yeah, running. I mean, it's a, it's you're like, dead, dead at that point. Yeah, dead. Because your body's just, like, numb from overexertion and doing all that other shit. Like, it's insane. Oh, my God. It was, it was so hot. I was working out today. I was like, if it's hot like this when I do this. But anyway, pretty fun. So I'm doing that tomorrow. So I was to make sure I get my water in and that uh, my vaccine does not affect me too much. But, yeah. Can we take a little Veer Mahan? Oh, my God. Real you want to take a Veer Mahan? We should get a sound effect for that. Let's take a Veer Mahan. Yeah. This whole podcast is one big Veer Mahan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like we should uh, Obi Wan coming out on uh fucking. Are you were trying to take the Obi Wan detour? <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I. I... Sorry, you're not looking me... forward to it. Give me a second. Yeah, I, I would think you're looking forward to it. Oh, I got a bit. I got a, something to talk to you about. Also, I definitely okay. am looking forward to that. But hold on a sec. I think. Oh, you know what I'm really looking forward to too. I'm going to see Maverick in uh, Dolby, like surround. At the theater, I heard it's. I are heard we calling awesome. it just Maverick, or are we calling it Top Gun, Top Gun Two? Top Gun Two. Yeah. Obi Wan in the way. Yo, by the way, hold on. By the way. Just to play a little more because I actually I rewatched Batman again. Wow. My brother was okay. here visiting. Okay. And he put it on again. I, I, I didn't finish it this time, but I watched another two hours. Butchie? Yeah, Butchie was watching it. Butchie likes the movie. It's so funny. He likes it. He doesn't think it's perfect or anything. But his we had like completely different complaints about the movie. So we were watching the whole time just complaining, you know? <laughs> and um I and I'm like 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 things he's upset about. I'm upset about like big things where I'm like I'm like ah like you know Catwoman and like her like her the that everything in this movie is stuff that we didn't see. It's relationships you don't care about. They're like, what happened to that girl who died? And you're like, I don't know who that character is. Why would I care about that character? I didn't see her on screen for even a second. You know, so do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they're like it's like like so Catwoman's whole thing is like looking for her friend, and you're like I don't care about that character. Why would I care about that? You know what I mean? It's like the central character. Anyway, my brother's like eh, that part's fine, 
The stuff my brother gets upset about is he's like, mm-hmm. when Batman jumps off the roof in that scene, you know, <laughs> he has kind of a crash landing. And my brother's like, hey, he should be way more fucked up after that landing. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, Neil, like, I'll suspend my disbelief that Batman doesn't get hurt, you know? Yeah. Like that part I'm fine with. I'm talking about like the central plot <laughs> that upsets me. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't care God. at all about half of these characters. This is the combo we were having during it. Then here's another Batman Veer. Hold on. Another Batman Veer Baham. I like uh, how we went on the Obi-Wan uh in the no, way tour. Because Batman, you know, is he's and many bo- would say led us to a Batman. All right, so Batman's in the way. So, Batman's okay. in. Batman's in. Last night, couldn't really sleep. And so I put on, I started going on a YouTube dip about oh Heath, just watching like YouTube documentaries about Heath Ledger playing the Joker. Yeah. Just about like the whole origin of that. Mm-hmm. None of these things were interesting. I got to be honest. None of these players. Wow. You know, like sometimes people make content on YouTube where you're like, what? Why? Is it you spend your time? I mean, you could say that about this if you want, but you know, <laughs> and I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. But I'm saying, like, some of, it's literally them just like laying out, like just reading the Wikipedia page essentially. So with no Pretty commentary, much, yeah. they're like, yeah. you know, Heath Ledger wanted to put the choice. It's like he wasn't really the choice. Actually, he was up for the role of Batman, you know. But then uh, Christopher Nolan worked with him another thing, and he thought of him for the role of Joker. He wasn't on the original list, and like that's what they post. <laughs> that's the whole thing. And you're like, oh, that's cool, but literally you could just. Read that. Tell me how you feel, baby. You know what I mean? Or give me something juicy. You know? But these things have like 10 million views, and it's a guy just saying that the basics of Heath Ledger yeah. getting the Joker role. You know? <laughs> what I want to know about is like, uh, and I found one after. I want to know like how deep into character. I was trying to look up if like he got so deep into character as part of him, him, him uh, passing away. You know? Yeah. Like, did he get because you know, people are like, yeah, no, you know, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know. What do you think? Did you, you think there was a yeah. work shoot there? You think that he played the Joker and that led him down a dark path? Uh, I don't think yo, it, that character is like it, not no, no. that dark. Like, by the way, I don't think it I don't think it led him down a dark path, but I think he got immersed into the role where like he had to play like this. You know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was super, like, deep <laughs> yeah. into, like, mind stuff. You know, like, very emotional trauma, like, about his scars. And, you know, I think My he reached down that- into a place and found a dark place inside him. And that came to the forefront. And I think it mixed with a lot of other things that he probably emotionally had going on. Right. Which ultimately led to him not being able to cope with the current state of his reality i guess you know yeah well, i i guess what i'm saying is that i've watched that movie like five thousand times okay yeah. the character's not it's dark in the sense of like it's a dark version of the joker you know what i mean but it's yeah, but, not like a crazy role it's still like a pg-13 movie you know yeah, but like you have to understand that like every time he showed up he had to immerse himself into this character he couldn't yeah. like you know, like what I'm saying is so like in order to for that to be displayed. Like, I don't think Jared Leto went through the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. I mean, I, I know he does that. That's how his thing is like he like want. I think probably 
told yeah. people to call him Joker, you know, on, on set. Well, I, I'm saying but. I know, like, whatever, if he's method acting and then he's trying to get into the mentality of a guy who would kill so simply, easily. What I'm saying is that he doesn't actually, like, <laughs> not, a lot of those scenes don't even exist. He doesn't even have to, like, fake kill people, really. Because it's PG-13. It's not like he had scenes where he had to, like, cut someone's head off and then the blood's all over him and he's got to dance in it. There are movies like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, not, I'm saying that I think we, listen, fucking whatever. But my thing is this. It's like, yo, if I get to, like, be that iconic, I get to, like, do my work and I do something that iconic and that cost me my life, hey, baby, is it better to burn out than fade away? I mean, you know, uh, fuck that. He's like, he's like God, you know? Mm for it so not that i not that i even need that kind of praise but i'm just saying if you're trying to be an actor and you do that i mean your life's work done it's almost kind of beautiful you know anyway interesting way to put it (laughs) it's fucked up you know it's like i'm saying well think about it like this like yo like a lot of wrestlers you know like look like you won an oscar for it Right. You're right. Like, I mean, that's like the highest honor you can get for your role. So, like, he right. was so good at what he did that he won an Oscar. Would, you think he would have won that Oscar if he was alive? Or uh, think- I think so. I mean, I, I would hope he would have, you know, like the performance was that good. All right. I still fun. think Tony Stark should have won an, uh, an Oscar for 100 percent. Uh, I mean, That's um, a... Tony Stark. Yeah, I think Tony Stark should win an Oscar for playing Robert Downey <laughs> Tony... Jr. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I 100 percent agree. There's so many roles that like, uh, you know, like I- I've said it a million times before, but like Jeff Bridges should win an Oscar for the dude. Uh, mm. I think Will Ferrell should get nominated for an Oscar for uh, Ron Burgundy. Like, I think there's roles that, like, it's like the way we view acting, it's like it has to be like hard drama, Meryl Streep. And you're like, some of those roles that are iconic are very difficult to pull off, even though they're kind of goofy comedies. You know, they're the fact that they make you care about it is very grounded. So eat my ass about that. No respect for comedic acting. I hate it. You know what I mean? Hey, if it's up to me, here would be the Oscar winners, okay? 92. Uh, Jim Carrey for Ace Ventura about to attack him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? 94 of Chris Farley for Tommy Boy. <laughs> this is probably the real ones I would give. I'd probably give 94. I probably would have give Samuel L. Jackson for Pulp Fiction. Okay? Um, well, let's see. 95? I don't know what these movies are. I got to look them up. <laughs> Oh, I can't do this off the cuff. No, 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 no. I don't know the years. <laughs> I can't you, do this off the cuff. I don't know movie years. You crazy? I get Paul Rudd for Wet Hot 2002. I go, uh, <laughs> I would have given. Oh, Joe Pesci, my cousin Vinny. Phenomenal performance. Well, she actually... won. Marissa Tomei actually oh, won. Oh, Marissa Tomei actually won. That's right. I was going to say. Which is rare because that is a rare, it is rare, rare, rare to win an Oscar for a comedy. I mean, there's, you can count it on one hand probably. She you know? killed it in that. Giamatti was nominated for Sideways, which was a comedy. He didn't win. He didn't? Uh, I thought he did. No. I know, but Sideways uh, won. So we have a uh, Veer Baham. Sweet we were supposed Mahan, to talk about we were so supposed to talk about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Okay, anyway. Whatever. <laughs> sweet Veer Mahan. <laughs> you were going got sweet to Caroline talk about for sweet Obi-Wan. Veer sweet Veer Mahan. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Veer Mahan into Obi 
one. <laughs> All right. I don't know what we're doing here, folks. We're having fun. We're having fun. But yeah, I definitely. My point is, I actually think he would. I actually think he would have won. Um, what we were saying is, I think Ledger would have won if he was alive. Um, yeah. I think that people would have recognized that performance as awesome, uh, regardless. But I'm thinking, how many superhero roles? Or comic book kind of roles have been nominated for an Oscar. Was Jack Nicholson nominated for the Joker? I think he was. I was thinking Cena might have been in, been in the Emmy nod uh, <laughs> fucking category this year because his character is the first time a film with with the Joker won an Oscar in 1990 with Tim Burton's Man of Star. Best art direction. Oh, wow. you know, I, I, what's his name was no- nominated though, right? Oh, let's see. Was he Nicholson? Hold on. Yeah. That's it. Batman. Here, here. Academy Awards is nominate, nominated for 1989. No. List of okay. awards and nominations received by Jack Nicholson. He's not nominated for Batman. But here's something I know randomly off the top of my head Pacino was nominated for his role in Dick Tracy for an Oscar. Interesting. He plays like what's that guy's name? I'm like, just, when are they gonna remake that? I don't know. Dick Tracy. We, we need some dick in our life, you know. We could use folks. We could all use a little bit of Dick Tracy. That is <laughs> best supporting actor, 1991. Uh. Oh yeah, he played the the main bad guy, right? Yeah, he plays like the the villain. Wait, best supporting actor. Here we go. Best supporting. Yeah, actor. I remember I had like the Dick Tracy watch. My brother probably did. Wait, what the fuck? Wait, wait, wait. My brother was a jerk. Dick Tracy was one of my brother's guys. Did I make this? Wait, did I make up this fact? Hold on. You might have. Here, here, control. That. Probably, <laughs> probably right in the fucking sheets. <laughs> on one of those, one of those articles that pop up on, on dirt sheets at the bottom, like it's like the weird like uh, pimple right. popping thing, and then Pacino. Pacino has been nominated for an Oscar. One time, four <laughs> times. Okay. Okay. Can you guess the? We've gotten so off the rails here. What? All right. Four. Okay. Wow. Okay. Following those received three or more. All right. He's been nominated for best supporting actor four times. Can you guess these Pacino boys? Uh, Rayman. Supporting. Rayman. He's not right? in Rain Man. Isn't Rain Man? Isn't that Dustin Hoffman, bro? Oh, it's Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> I knew I was gonna do this. I thought it was gonna happen with De Niro, though. Uh, um, Pacino, supporting actor, huh? Samuel Jackson was nominated for an Oscar for Pulp Picture, by the way. I bet you Pacino was nominated for supporting actor in The Irishman. Was he nominated in The Irishman? Yes, he was. That's okay. one of the four. Great job. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. This is couldn't be less of a wrestling podcast right now. Okay, okay, okay. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Hold yeah. on, I got this. Um. Oh, any given Sunday. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. I bet you. I bet you can get this other one though. By the way. Um. Here, the reason you might not get this is because you might think he's the lead of this movie. Wait, was he in Heat? Was he in Heat? He is getting nominated, heat, for, but he's not he nominated. nominated. Heat. Okay. One of them is Dick Tracy, by the way. I'll tell you. I was okay, correct. One of them is he plays Big okay. Boy. He plays Alphonse Big Boy, right. Big Boy Caprice. 
Okay. Um, you could definitely get the one. You won't get one. One is Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You won't get. Yeah, that. I was never gonna get that. I okay. should, actually should have got that. Um, but the other one is his most famous movie, and it's I don't know why Scarface? he's a sporting actor. No, 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 no. I'm drawing a blank. Go. The Godfather. Oh my God, The Godfather. Now that this is really interesting, if I'm looking at this correctly, the the. Oscar, this is so fascinating. I know, I know this is not at all wrestling, but 1972 Oscars, okay? The 45th Oscars. Three of the five best supporting actors are from The Godfather. Holy shit. James Caan. Yeah, James Caan. Robert Duvall and Al Pacino are all nominated for best who, supporting actor for Who won Al it? And here's the interesting none of them win. They all lose to Joel Gray and Cabaret. <laughs> Cabaret. <laughs> Cabaret. Cabaret. Joel Gray, father of Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. Uh, I had the time of my life. Nice? Wow, I don't know how the fuck we got here. You know what I mean? Obi Wan. <laughs> Obi Wan. Yeah, I'm pumped for Obi Wan. Let's talk about wrestling again. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm very excited for Obi Wan. I have a little bit of an issue though. Yeah. Uh, all right. Side note: We're talking about Disney Plus. Check out my friends Dan Greger and Doug Mann's movie, Chippendale's Rescue Ranger. I heard they it was amazing. Movie. It's it's great. I've watched it. Um, and uh, uh, just shout out to those guys. I love those guys. Love and they wrote that movie. They literally on my porch here. Doug was telling me about this movie like four years ago. He's like, yeah, we're doing this Rescue Rangers thing. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, it's live action, this, that. And I was like, you know, sounds like a cool idea, you know? And then uh, and it fucking came to life. It's a big uh, hit. So check it out. It's awesome. Congrats to those guys. All right. Obi-Wan. I've not gotten through Boba Fett yet. I keep putting it on and falling asleep. Does Boba Fett get better? Because I'm a little yeah, bit. I love the character awesome. Boba Fett. And if you told me as a kid there would be a Boba Fett TV show and I would not be done with it the second it came out, I would, would never believe you. But yeah. I keep putting this thing on and going, wait, what's happening again? Oh, there's Jabba. Uh, there's like the Jabba, and then, but it's not Jabba. I rewatched. I think I rewatched the last three episodes of it like three times. I know he bumps into Mando, right? So I, got, I know he's going to see Mando. So that's going to be fun because I love the Mando. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a, a Grogu spotting. I don't know. No, no spoilers, maybe. please. No, maybe, maybe, no, maybe. No spoilers. Who knows? There's a lot that can be had. A lot to... Maybe maybe Luke Skywalker comes back. Maybe Darth Vader makes an appearance. Who knows? You never know. Wow. Do you spoil shit for me? No, or... I'm just naming all Star Wars characters. Okay, so, cool. like, it doesn't spoil it. Uh, I heard it ends really well. Oh. Probably uh, I can't do it right now because I lost my voice at the wedding, but I can usually do it. Hey, who wins? MJF or Wardlow? Wardlow. You just rattling through him? Yeah, Wardlow definitely wins. He definitely yeah. wins. He definitely wins. And where do you put Wardlow after this win? MJF's not happy with the company from what we've been reading. Um, What do you think about that? If you were MJF, would you feel happy with this company or not? 
I just think he's just so phenomenal uh, as a pro wrestler that I think he's actually whatever he's saying, he kind of warrants it. Think about what he's what he's done. the la- Like, uh, that was my point before. It's like yeah. you just go back in his lineage of feuds and he's had insane storylines every single time. It doesn't miss. He's just great. He's a great professional wrestler. Fantastic. He had the he had the Shawn Michael ref shorts on. Did you see that tonight? Yeah, I saw that. I like that. That's my first thought was the only other guy who refs in, in tights like that is Sean. The tight shorts. And he had the Burberry stripes. He had stripes. the Burberry stripes, which I thought was pretty cool. I I, I also kinda I kinda dig Sean Spears a little bit, like in this role. I think he's kind of like a great goon, you know? Oh, you know, I, someone I saw a tweet like earlier. And they're like, we haven't given Sean Spears enough credit in the in his role with MJF. And honestly, truth be told, I mean, the guy is the furthest away from a perfect ten, and that's why I love him. You know? <laughs> yeah, I he know. even brought it back last he, week. I'm like, can we say this about about Sean Spears? I would say this. I'm officially labeling him. He's a perfect four and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a how about this? Perfect six point nine. He's a perfect six point nine. Perfect six point nine. I like the six. I would just go clean. I think he's a perfect six. six. Round numbers. Six. 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 I'm okay. Barely and sometimes not passing. You know? Six. <laughs> he's a perfect six. He's the perfect six. Um yeah, anyway, and that's why we love. I, I imagine this pay per view is going to be really good, but I'll be honest, I'm not like, I'm not like, I'm not like crazy pumped about this card. Uh, I'm very pumped about Hangman Page. Uh, 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 that match. This is a big problem with MJF for me. Is that I don't care. I not. I don't get hyped for his matches like I do with Page. And I think he's got to find a way, MJF, for me to really. I I like this Punk feud. That was the exception to it. That was the exception, you know, but. I don't get really that pumped for his matches. I like his segments on TV, you know? Yeah, and I think he has a unique way of kind of, like, surprising you once he gets to those matches, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's going to do in this match, for sure. Yeah, but uh, we are hitting an interesting... We are really here in a really interesting zone. I do think the WB uh, product... Is, you want to? Uh, this is. I thought about this before, and I forgot to say it. But is it? Does it seem like WWE kind of took a lot of the little like fun, jokey things that AEW was doing, and then like put their shine on it? You know? Oh, remember, dude. There's no more Orange Cassidy stuff. All those fun, gimmicky things have left AEW, and then they are just straight into like now, especially with ROH being around. They're straight yeah. into like wrestling. Which is great because that's what they want it to be. But it's funny because I think now WWE is shining even more because they're doing fun, gimmicky kind of things, you know? Like Sammy, Sammy Zayn in the fucking bloodline. Like, <laughs> that guy's incredible. Zane is, yeah, Sammy Zayn is, is pretty fun. I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling, I'm feeling WWE right now. It's a lot very Cody based, you know? I mean, um, I mean, Judgment Day still can eat my ass. I mean, that thing is <laughs> just not Day getting not any good. better. It's not Judgment Day is not good. Um, it's this is not, but I I I will tell you I think Edge will get there. I think Edge is just that good. You know, I I honestly hope he does because I think it would be really cool to see a big faction in WWE with him at the like leading it. But like they gotta fucking make it cooler. It's fucking lame. Do you see that Hell in a Cell poster with Cody on it? 
Holy yeah. shit. I, I think I might try to get that and frame it. It was sick. <laughs> no? You probably can. Yeah, it's probably available, actually. I think I had the, the promotional poster is very nice. How do I get? I think I would like that up in my house. I got to be honest. Um, Let's see. Can I buy that? Should I make a merch? I'll look at it right now. All right. What movies did you think Pacino was nominated for Best Actor? Barface. I don't think he was nominated for Scarface, but let's see if you're wrong. I might have been. I, I, I know. I, the, said, I know what I he won. said. Rain Man, and it was fucking. <laughs> List of award. Not, okay, here we go. Academy Awards. Here we go. Best actor. He's got nominated one. Two, four times for best actor. Okay. No, five times. Okay. Uh-huh. One, he won, by the way. He won one. I know the one he won. You know what it is. Everybody's like, I'm going to take a flamethrower to this place. Oh, um. Ooh, you it's know something what? that I, you I just... are not. It's something that you have not really had in a while. You've not really experienced in a while. <laughs> uh, I'm drawing blank. I can't wait till you get it. You have not. This is something you've not really came into counter with in a, in a long while, Tula. Uh, peace of mind. <laughs> no, no. The scent uh, of a woman. Scent of a woman, <laughs> folks. What about Donnie Brasco? Is he nominated for Donnie Brasco? No, bro. You're, he's not nominated for Scarface either. Scarface is known as a terrible performance by him uh, from a lot of people and borderline offensive. I I liked it. I liked it a lot, but I think it was kind of critically panned. You know. Okay. Was, it was he in ra- Was he Raging Bull? Was that De Niro? Nah, that's De Niro, and he won for that. And it, Taxi Driver was De Niro too, right? Taxi Driver is also De Niro. Scarface, 1983 film. Let's see. Did it win any award? Did he win one for, what was it, uh, with the devil and the lawyer? Negative critical response. Yeah, people hated this Star Wars. It's an interesting thing. Star Wars or Scarface? No, Scarface. All right. Well, who the, what are the other ones they got nominated? Gino was nominated for Golden Globe. He was nominated for a Golden Globe, but he didn't win. Um, it was nominated for a, ra- a Golden Raspberry Award. The worst cinematic under movie is uh, Brian De Palma was nominated for a, Raz- a Razzie for uh, for Scarface. Fun fact about Scarface: it's, just, it's actually like known as bad. It was very critically, uh, it, it, and then over time, people kind of like got into it. You know? Yeah. Uh, what else did he win for? What was Oliver Stone pictured in 1987 wrote the script for Scarface while struggling with his own addiction to cocaine. Okay. Usually where you get your best material from. Scent of a Woman, he won for. He was nominated Best Actor for a movie called Injustice for All, which I've never seen. Hmm. This movie Dog Day Afternoon, which I don't think I ever saw that either, actually. Sounds familiar. He's nominated for Godfather Part Two. Hmm. But that time he was the lead, but he didn't yes. win. Who beat him? In, who beat him? Yeah, and then Serpico. Oh, yeah, Serpico. That's, I bet. That's I bet. I mean, it's possible De Niro beat him. Let's say. I mean, now we're just down a whole dip. Here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Best actor. Okay. Best 
Picture, 1975, 47th Annual Awards. Best movie was The Godfather 2. Best director was Francis Ford Coppola for Godfather mm-hmm. 2. Best actor. Nicholson was nominated for Chinatown, and he did not win. Al Pacino was nominated. Michael Corleone did not win. Art Carney won for Harry and Tonto. All right. <laughs> Sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they get it wrong. Uh, but then best supporting actor went to Robert De Niro for Vito Corleone. Love that. Um, in the uh, the flashbacks. Now let's look yeah. at. Do we get it? All right. So, how many Oscars do you believe Robert De Niro has? Oof. <laughs> are, are you, we definitely lost some listeners. <laughs> no, I, I honestly think they're probably playing along and they're loving it. This is uh, pretty fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, man, I could probably. Start how many with, Oscars well, yeah. do you think De Niro has? Just the question. How many? As. Yes. I'm gonna say best actor. He's won three times. Two times. Okay. So and it was Raging Bull was one, right? Yes, Raging Bull. And was Taxi That's Driver the other one? Nope. Nominated for Taxi wow. Driver. Did not win. Okay. Okay. Um, but I did just tell you this. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, yeah. Godfather. Godfather. Godfather part two. But he won for Best Supporting Actor in that, right? Best Supporting. He has a, He has. He's got. He's got one of each. Oh, one of each. Wow, really? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Damn. Nominations, though, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nominations. Wow. And he has one, two, three, four, five for Best Actor. And only two for Best Supporting Actor. So, all right. So, if you care about this, Pacino has two more supporting actor nominations mm. <laughs> and mm. one less best actor nomination mm. and they both have one and one was De Niro nominated for Goodfellas? no i think pacino never won no pacino only has one oscar right oh gosh yeah and he won it for scent of a woman Scent of a woman which you've never and, you oh, no, and, in a long time yeah um Yes, De Niro only. Has, yes, Pacino only has one Oscar from in nineteen ninety. Can you name the ones that he was nominated for? The best actors. I already did. De Niro. Justice De Niro. for All, Dog Day. Oh, oh, no, you're talking De Niro. A <laughs> uh, Cape Fear, Awakenings, Raging Bull, with a win, Deer Hunter, Taxi Driver, and, and then for his best supporting was Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, great movie! Yeah. He plays the dad. That movie dad. fucking ruled. Weird. He's nominated for Best Picture for The Irishman. What is he? Wow. All right. He, I don't know he probably directed it. All right. Now, I mean, before we get out of here, we need to look up Joe Pesci, right? Yeah. I was gonna, <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say Joe Pesci. We can't not look up Joe Pesci here. Yeah, uh, got to get Pesci. Does he even have an Oscar? He's had to be nominated. He's yes, he does. He won the Best Supporting in 91 for, for Goodfellas, I think. Yeah, had to. No, no, right. no. Goodfellas came out in 1980. Uh, I don't think so. Goodfellas got... Actually, fun fact about Goodfellas. Goodfellas is snubbed for best picture. It lost wow. to Dancing with Wolves, I believe. Okay. No, here. In 91... Uh, why was it saying 1980? I'm wrong. Raging Bulls, 81. Yeah, 91, he won Best Supporting Actor for Goodfellas. So he has won. Oh, okay. He's nominated three times, only for supporting. And, and, and he won one. Raging Bull, he... 
Goodfellas and Irishman, and he won oh. for Goodfellas. And Goodfellas lost Best Picture to Dance of the Wolves. That wow. I remember, and I'm definitely right about that. Let me look it up, though. Yeah, it, uh, but Goodfellas did win. One, two. It won, an only Oscar that Goodfellas won, I think, was Pesci. It didn't win anything else. Yeah. Damn. Pesci only won. Scorsese didn't win. Interesting. Well, let's look at guys. This is this is so. Here we go. Nineteen eighty one. Goodfellas. It, here, nineteen ninety one. Sorry, I keep going to eighty one for some reason. Ninety one. Yes. No. Yes. Dances with Wolves. Kevin Costner wins the Oscar over right. Scorsese. Wow. What do you think is best picture in nineteen ninety one? Oh, if Costner won, was it? Oh, Costner won for the year Dance after the sixty fourth night. That was nineteen ninety, technically. Was it Waterworld? <laughs> no, Silence of the Lambs was best picture in nineteen ninety one. Ninety two, Unforgiven. Ninety three, Schindler's List. Ninety four, Forrest Gump, beating Pulp Fiction. Four weddings and a funeral, quiz show, and Shawshank Redemption. Chicago. <laughs> 1996, yep. The English Patient beats out Farco, Jerry Maguire. Secrets of Lies and Shine. 1997, what do you think of the best picture of 1997? You know this. Uh, I have no idea. Titanic. Titanic winning best picture of 1997. <laughs> that Yo, was like the has, Nokia ringtone for has Titanic. Has any wrestler been nominated for an Oscar? <laughs> Only the movie The Wrestler, you know, obviously. Yeah. Has a wrestler won an Oscar? Professional wrestler turned thespian Mike the Miz, best known for playing titular roles. What is this? Has finally earned recognition from the Academy. It's a, with best Oscar win? Wait, what the fuck are we talking? <laughs> this is clearly oh, this is fame news. <laughs> oh my god, he got caught in the sheets. They ended up getting him. <laughs> oh my god! You probably all those all those things that you just all those facts that you just gave us about all those Oscar things are probably wrong. You're probably in kayfabe news for that too. That was all fake, everybody. That was all fake. That was all made up. All right, let's get out of here, bro. What, what, uh, we're pumped for double it It's going to be a good time. What time are we? And we'll, when are we going to record? Uh, I can't watch double or nothing on Sunday because I got a wedding. So I'm going to have to watch it when I get home from the wedding. I can't watch it live. Okay. So then let's just record a normal episode on Monday. How about that? Memorial Day. Monday. So we'll put it out sometime Memorial Day. Oh. Oh, are you doing? Yeah. Are you? you I don't know. Party? Yeah, that should be. It should be fine. Maybe right. Monday night. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, good times. Wow. Uh, this is the Comedians of Goodfellas. Uh, everybody. <laughs> it's, like, it's the Comedians of Joe Pesci. Yeah, patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling for more Oscars facts that you cannot Wikipedia yourself. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Yeah, you might ask.